mute temporarily so I can share it to Twitter and I'm not. We got about two minutes before we uh, kick off the show. It's like uh, Akash Kumar. Perk's choice. Long time no see, Perk. How how is your audio today? How is my audio? I can hear you. Well, that's good. No yeah, delay I got to mute the TV though. I'm sorry. There we go. No uh, no delay tonight. I guess not. That's wonderful. That's pretty amazing. I hate those delays because then I, I feel like I'm, well, I am talking over everybody. Oh, there you go. All right. Well, Akash is joining us. I don't think I've ever seen Akash. Ooh. But welcome. Akash, Kumar. Down in the Podbean chat, I noticed. Oh, I don't see anybody there yet. They're all hiding from you, Perk. Well, hey, I don't have a delay, but I might might not be able to see chat. Oh boy! <laughs> it's not one thing; it's another. It's always something. Yeah. Oh, there, I saw Eric. Okay, oh, there's play. Eric. Yeah, yeah, Eric's around. Ah, day two without coffee. How do you do that? I don't know. I guess you turn into an alcoholic. Uh, another glass of wine, huh? <laughs> Well, you know, kind of disguised, though, so at least it won't look bad on TV. It doesn't affect me when I don't have coffee. It's just I like coffee and I want it. You know, I don't have the withdrawals that some people have. Yeah, no, I. it doesn't do as much for me anymore, though, the caffeine. But I just enjoy the taste of it. So, yeah, whatever works, I guess. BP, what is going on, buddy? Let me guess. You're at work. Work, BP's working, working. BP's got to be the hardest working guy on Podbean. He probably makes a bunch of overtime, too. Seems like all the time he's at work. Oh, God. Imagine if he lived in California. He'd be, he'd be making millions. BP, you at least have weekends off. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not leaving. Live, Live. from Southern California. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Anyways, we'll wait to do the intro in about a minute and a half. Uh, I don't know what's going on. We need to fire the person touching all the keys on the boards. I mean, God, they, they already want to end the show. Did you get a cat? Are the already keys getting sticky? Your board? No, I, 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 well, it's just my old age catching up with me. I'm getting to the age of uh, Pert, and I'm pushing the wrong fucking buttons. 
<laughs> but uh, anyways, uh, we'll we'll uh, do a reset in like I don't know ten seconds or whatnot. Anywho, uh, Woody Bush, good to see you, my friend, and uh, BP. Uh, oh, unbelievable! Anyways, we'll we'll get right to that uh, Cummings uh, in just a second. Live from, from, Southern, from California. Southern California. It's the slightly serious show. The slightly serious show. The furthest thing from serious. And now, here is your host, Slightly, along with co-host Eric from Georgia. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I finally pushed the right damn buttons. It's uh, Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday, October 27, 2021. Uh, Welcome back back to the show, uh, Pert. I know uh, Cummings came in and... uh, as soon as Pert, we saw Cummings coming, I'm out of here. <laughs> well, you jinxed me. You know what happened? I, I lost sound, and I just figured out, well, at least this time it worked. When I'm coming in on that auto connect, I lose sound. Then when I go out of the room, I have it for a split second. But just then, I came in, no sound, hung up, hit call in. You accepted. Now I have sound. Unbelievable. Oh, uh, and hey, Cummings is here. Is that the uh, Cummings is Quitter show? The- <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Uh, well, oh my god he, he's quitting he, he's stopping his show so he can go to the moon i think so he can go what go to the moon go to the moon um whiteboard over on d live ladies and gentlemen what's going on over on d live oh yeah um, the rocket to the moon oh yeah gotta got, got to remember rocket to the moon for jeremy um yeah we'll get into that uh, very shortly uh tonight i don't know what may happen i might have to cut the uh, show off a little early uh have mom and my sister coming to pick up some crap. Oh, well, I'm concerned crap. you didn't pay your power bill. Yeah, no. <laughs> so you'll probably go for about an hour Rolling tonight. Blackouts. We'll, we'll hopefully go for an hour tonight. So we have a lot of shit to get in, uh, jam-packed uh, into a, a smaller episode. But then again, who knows? My mother's always late. She'll be late for her funeral. So, you know, she said she'll be here around 7. I'm thinking 8 o'clock. But we'll see what happens. Anyways. Uh, Funny, I tagged her on Facebook. Oh, you know, you're stalking, you're stalking my mom, stalking mom now, huh? <laughs> well, I, hey, I, I included Big Sexy and Chris from the Forgotten Tunes and Mike Tampa Bay along with Jeremy. Well, Big there. Sexy tonight, he's taking a break tonight. He's very exhausted from packing and uh, racking uh, jerky and all kinds of good stuff like that. So uh, he's got the night off tonight. He's uh, chilling out, relaxing, and probably listening uh, with my loud voice and all that. But uh, first things first, uh, I know Jeremy had his final show today, and uh, I was very, very sad because he does a fantastic job with his show. Uh, he's, you know, some, some, you know, very similar as far as kind of like I am basically will speak what's on his mind, regardless whether you like it or not. And, you know, I was listening to him this afternoon, actually it was this morning, and I don't know, Jeremy. I, I I respect what you had to say, but I really, really feel that yeah, it's all you know the type of things that we have to bring up on our shows and talk about. If it's all negative type stuff, normally, but at the end of the day, if nobody's talking about it, it's only going to get worse. So I I know you're juggling with the whole thing. Uh, hopefully, you can take some time away, uh, think about things. And, uh, you know, everybody's going to miss you. And uh, 
But at the same time, at least you're going to have a hell of a lot more time for yourself. So that's also important. I, I think a lot of the uh, audience, uh, you know, they they don't keep in mind the amount of time it takes away from uh, one's family, one's business and stuff like that. So I respect the decision that Jeremy's making. I know he'll be missed. And uh, I know if he's on, a, he'd, he's more than welcome to call in if he'd like. But uh, anyways, uh, I just wanted to say that, um, you know, I think he was a little hard on himself, but let's see what he has to say. Mr. Cummings, welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, it's no longer Cummings is culture, it's Cummings is quitter. <laughs> yeah. oh, that, that was Pert's uh, nickname for you. Is that is that the name of your new show? Uh, no, there's not going to be a new show as far as I know of. CIQ rolls right off the end of your tongue. Right. Well, you know, I, I uh, well, we'll talk about it later. I, I actually uh, texted Jeremy off off the air uh, earlier this afternoon. I, I uh, you know, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see what's in the future for Jeremy. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, dude, let me tell you, this is this is like the weirdest thing ever. Because Cummings is culture. I I never was straight out with it, but it was only set up to run so many episodes. Like I had told people, like I don't think people really realize that. It was going to end, but I just felt that it was time to pull the plug. But it was supposed to end with a Donald Trump interview. And, and that that was – I was going to do that. We were in the same time, same town, same time, same place. Let's do it. It didn't happen. So I was like, well, what do I end on? What do I end on? And I was like, I just keep going, and I just keep going, and I keep going. And it's just like, what am I going for? I mean, you know, it's just – yeah, and, and but you know, like I was saying earlier, uh, you know how you were kind of a little down on yourself, and all you know, basically, all you're doing is bringing up negative things. It's not, it's not the negative, it's not the negativity of it, because there's plenty of negativity in the world. But I, I listened to myself, and this is what got me. I listened to myself, and I said, "You don't sound like yourself." Like you, you sometimes in life, you're going to have to have a conversation with yourself about yourself. And some people say, well, that's bipolarism, you know, whatever, but it's not. It's you having a conversation with yourself about stuff. You've got to. At some point in your life, you got to look at what you're doing and what you've done and say, am I satisfied? Did I do enough? Did I do this right? And I didn't do it right. I, I didn't. I, I didn't do it right. It wasn't right. And it's not so much of the negativity. It was so much of the the way I was presenting it, like I, like I listened to my earlier stuff and my earlier stuff was really good. But then like episode, like 10 episodes ago, it was just like, okay, you're trying to fight to get through that. You're fighting to get through this. It, dude, let me tell you, I fought to get through some of those interviews because I didn't really want to do them. Gotcha. And it's, you know, it's just like, I, I mean, and then I had people on the right lied to me. I mean, just straight out lie, and um, they are supposed to be, I don't want to give nobody's name, but they are supposed to be men of God. If you go back to Cummings' culture for it, all disappears, and uh, <laughs> you, you'll find out who I'm talking about, but they, they straight up lied to me, and um, it's just like, man, like, you know, your, your, your word is your bond, like. If you tell a man, this is the way I was raised, probably the way Pert was raised, too. I mean, because, you know, he was born in the 50s, and I was <laughs> raised like I was. God, you're being gracious. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, but, no, like, if you if you owed somebody 
if you owed somebody money and you told them that you'd be there at 12 o'clock on Tuesday, that's where my grandpa always raised me. If you told a man you would be there 12 o'clock on Tuesday to pay him, mm-hmm. if you didn't have the money at 12 o'clock on Tuesday, you still went to that man and you told him why you couldn't pay him. It's not like you went and run and hid or come up with some bullcrap story. You just went to him and said, hey, I'm having you know a little bit of a rough time and you know this happened and that happened. Or if you got the money, you don't say, hey, but I want this over here. No, you go pay the man who lent you the money. You know, you don't bite the hand that feeds you. But, you know, your word is your bond. And it's just like, you know, I always said that I didn't want to get to that point to where it was just like it was so forced. Dude, I go back and I listen to my old show. They were so like my older shows. They were so good. But then I listen to these that I've done not, you know, too. Yeah, I've done recently. I'm like, God, man, I can just tell I'm forcing that. And I'm like, oh, Biden this. Like, how many times can I tell somebody, you know, the same joke and same punchline about Biden? I listened to two different episodes and I said the same joke twice and I said, it still got the same reaction. But, you know, it was just like. You're just getting old, cranky and forgetful. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's coming from a man who, uh, you know. <laughs> Born in the 50s. Uh, <laughs> no, it's just no, like I, I, I get it, and I understand it, and it, and that's why I said, you know, never say never. Uh, you know, three, four months down the road, you might, uh, you know, get the if, get that back. That that uh, if I come back with a show, it's going to be different. If I was to ever come back with a show, it would be a hundred percent different. It's not that I, it's not that I failed at my show. I did not fail. I had. I had people on my show that there's people starting right now, and they're like, oh, my God, how did he get them on his show? Listen, I didn't fail. I, I just figured out a way to not do a show. So you, you lost inspiration. Yeah, I lost inspiration, and then I changed, man. I changed, and then I was like, you know, I think it's okay to change. I think it's okay, yeah. you know, to be honest. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with being honest, and, uh, you know, one of the things is is – you know, doesn't mean you won't be around. You might peek your head into a show here or there. You know, on occasion, hopefully you'll pop in and uh, join us up on the panel and all that. And we'll still yeah. hear uh, what's on your mind on occasion, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, if I'm if I if there's something out there really bothering me, and like I was talking about it earlier, pretty sure you're going to talk about it. The transgender dude who <laughs> raped the two girls in the bathroom like that bothered me. But there it was. I said that a year ago. I told you it was going to happen. And it's just like. It, it don't matter what you say to some people. They don't care. They, they they don't care. They've got their political agenda made up in their mind, and that's all they want to do because everybody's – everybody – it's not – I'm not going to start preaching. It's your show. No, no worries. I, I hear you. But I uh, I appreciate you coming on and uh, sharing with the audience basically uh, what was going on in your mind in case they didn't hear uh, your show earlier tonight uh, or this afternoon, your final episode and all that. But yeah. – as you know, you always have an open seat here on our show, and uh, you're always welcome to join. It's kind of like I told my wife, you know. I, I really appreciate that because, you know, I told my wife when we got married, baby, as long as I got a face, you always have a place to sit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Anyways, uh, well, um, we, touched, we touched a little bit on uh, the uh, transgender thing the other day. That happened uh, in Virginia, I believe, wasn't it, Eric? Yes. Um, you know, and I was also going to say to Jeremy, like the video episodes that you have on YouTube and Facebook, hopefully you have saved those and might just add those over on Rumble along with 
a couple other episodes and interviews you've done done previously and posted on Rumble. That way people can can appreciate your work and and the people you've been able to score interviews with. And and I'm sure that you're you're also uh, your some of your previous episodes are probably somewhere uh, <laughs> on a network somewhere. But anyways, I digress on that. Somewhat. I'm just joking. You know, Somewhat. You know. what, what did you call that? A network? I don't know what the hell it is. I, although, I, I, yeah, I'll tell you off the air. I did some investigating. I'll, I'll share with you later. Welcome. Well, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the January 6th Protesters <laughs> Network, where we kill, where we believe that you can kill all babies and not say so at the same time. Oh, was it that live in the Capitol? Is live in the Capitol at the Insurrectionist of 2021. Oh my goodness! Uh, <laughs> oh my. Uh, well, Bards FM can Bards FM. He's going to have to find him some new material and find somebody else to rip off because Cummings' culture is not there anymore. Right. Well, you know, we we heard, we were informed yesterday he's uh, no longer at the top of the Podbean uh, king of uh, Podbean anymore. Ooh. He's on, he's no longer on the number one perch. He's now second place behind a church show, believe it or not. Yeah. The only non church show is KDR. Yeah, they uh, they like that fire, fire, yeah. Fire. Okay, well, we're we're really missing Milk Dog in the top twenty, are we not slightly? Yeah, that we are. But I Pert, we got his self fixed over there, Pert. We hey, can you say something? Can you hear he's me now? Just, oh, yes, Verizon. We hear yeah. you now. I, I'm I called just I'm just called Verizon. Oh, <laughs> Well, I, I had to switch devices. Had to get in here. For, I, yeah, I've got to send an email to Podbean. Big, big, uh, good round of applause for Pertly figuring out his technical difficulties. Very good. Job. Persistence. Yeah. yeah, persistence pays off. Anyways, uh, looks like we have a couple people that called in. Uh, let's get to uh, let's see, uh, Revolution, Revolution. What's going on, Revolutionary Bro? Uh, I'm just chilling. Can you hear me? I hear you. Okay. Um. I just heard you guys mention that a transgender huh. raped two little girls in a bathroom. Did I, yes. did I hear yeah. you? Is that did I hear you correctly? That is correct. Yes, that okay. happened well, at me, a Virginia school. Let, let me let me just say this: Did America think that that wouldn't happen? Because to be a transgender is not to, you know go and have an operation and not be able to do such a thing, all you have to do is say you feel like a female in a man's body, right? Right. I, I don't think that, that you know, you can call your you can call yourself a transgender without all the surgeries and all of that. That is yes. well in, in America there's just a I think therefore I am sort of mentality. Right. You can identify as a frog in in, in today's world if you'd like. Okay. I mean okay it, and if that's the case, then what if somebody said, okay, that's what it is, but that wasn't actually the case because that was said a rapist up, uh, he would be in heaven under those circumstances. Well, I want to go back to your first question. Did America think that this would never happen? Uh, Jeremy that, that Collins- it wouldn't happen. Jer- yeah, that it wouldn't happen. Jeremy and I, both Jeremy and myself, as soon as we heard about this going on mm-hmm. in these schools, we were the first ones to say, "Just wait, it's it's bound to happen. It's going to happen." But you know, with the, with the liberal left, oh, they have blinders. They're like horses. They just see but, straight forward. But but do you know the right 
is becoming a left of sorts simply because even though the rights seem anti that, the rights tend to have most cancel culture uh, people's back. They, the right backs them just as well as the left. Can you give me an it, example of that, Revolutionary Bro? Mm-hmm. You, you said, you, can you, I give you an example? Give me an example of the right doing the same opposite, but on the different uh, type of topic. Okay. Okay. This, the majority, Dave Chappelle has a new show. It's called The Closer. Mm -hmm. Many of the Netflix workers have let it be known that they are from the right, but they are protesting Dave Chappelle and trying to cancel him just like the left has been doing. It is really not too much of a difference. And if you say anything about transgenders and they tell their friends who are on the right, their friends will attack just as well as the friends on the left. And, and here's the thing with that. And I, I, ha I just started reading up on this. Uh, we haven't really talked about the Dave Chappelle thing uh, yet. We were going to dive into it today. Mm -hmm. I was under the impression that most of the employees, most of the staff at Netflix are more of the liberal variety. Am I incorrect in that? Yes. Yes, indeed. Well, I wouldn't say I, I, I wouldn't say that I know with right. the, the percentage of Democrats as well as Republicans. I wouldn't say that. But what I will say is there's enough of those who are on the right as well as the left that are both pushing for the cancellation. Of Dave now, what, Chappelle. And my question to you, uh, what is your opinion? Does Dave Chappelle have the right to basically, you know, he's a comedian. Comedians say off the wall shit all the time. All the time. All, yeah. But they say it not just about one particular person they or one particular group. They talk about everybody. Right. Well, Re Revolution, oh, let, let me ask you something. Do you, uh -huh. do you feel, though, it's more of a cancel culture or woke culture that's doing this versus a party culture? Uh, let, let me say this. I don't think either party have anything to do with it. I just believe that the people who participate just happen to be in those parties because yeah. it, it's not a, a Democrat thing. It's not a Republican thing, but the people who are participating are Republicans as well as Democrats. So it, it just make it the, the thing about it is, I think there are agents. Let, let me say this. You can have a show on like Sanford and Son mm -hmm. from years ago. And, yes, and slightly. Like, I do remember that one. And like, the, <laughs> you know, you remember. Listen, oh, yeah. And, I watched as it. Well, as well as Archie Bunker. Right. Same thing. <laughs> Both shows had a different perspective about black and white people. Mm -hmm. And they both had a spill that they used about black and white people. We didn't attempt to cancel them because yeah, we understood yeah. that that was humor and we weren't so sensitive that we just aggressively attacked. It is something in the, the generation of today or somebody behind the generation of the day that's actually singling out people who are saying things that they disagree mm -hmm. with. And, that, and that's I, kind of I, I agree with you. And the one thing, though, to add to that, it's not just the generation uh, that's, you know, growing up today. It's it's the generation, some of them, 
that even watched those shows and at that time didn't have a problem with it. But now they want to jump on the bad bandwagon so that they don't get, you know, get excluded. I, right. I, I would love right. I, let, let me just praise you for using that term. Bad, let, let me just say this. Is there just a, a possibility, just a remote possibility, just a slight possibility that maybe somebody is paying a particular group of people to take down who they believe could be their enemies? Is yeah, that it's called surprising? Facebook. <laughs> Mark, Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg, uh fascist book. Well, here and here's the thing, and we we discussed this even even last summer. You know, as far you know, we'll bring up the whole racism and all that, how it's uh-huh. being overreported by the news media. Yeah, I'm not saying that it doesn't exist because it does, and it'll always, unfortunately, exist. But to uh-huh. the extent of where you had people all across the United States in the streets doing wrong things. I, uh-huh. I 100% believe that those people were paid to do that. Can, can I say this really, really, really quick? You just said, I believe that it's the word racism is being like real, used real loosely. W- would you agree that? It's being tossed out like candy at Halloween. Okay. Let, let, me, let me tell you why. Because America is a country at this moment in time that are using words and are comfortably comfortable with using words that they really don't understand the definition. There you of. go. And if we understood definitions better, then we wouldn't just overuse the words that are part of our lexicon. Can, can I give you an example? Please. Okay. If you look at the word racism, prejudice, and discrimination, they are not interchangeable. But there are some people who use racism as if it encompassed every one of those words. And that's not true. If if somebody was to judge you before the fact, that's prejudice. Mm -hmm. That's not racism. If somebody was to disadvantage you from getting a house or going to school, that's discrimination or getting a job. That's not racism. Racism is hatred plus power. The ability to hate an individual and do something about it to disadvantage them as well. That's racism. I think you uh, nailed it spot on. Yeah, no, you're 100% right. And like you you said earlier, uh, they they utilize the racism, uh, the word, uh, the racist, the race card, like anything, everything. anything and everything that will advance their agenda, whatever, whatever the, uh, whatever the, basically the talking point is, if it fits, we're going to use it. It's just the Re- same ideals as they utilize children across this country for the same reasons. Revolution. I'd like to throw two words at you and get your opinion. Uh-huh. White privilege. White. Pri- okay. All right. Listen. <laughs> no, hey, be, be frank no. in here, man. That's what we Listen. want. Be open. Be upfront. You know. Okay. All right. You know what? You Everything's have the perfect title. You have the perfect title for this show. It's called "Slightly Serious," and you guys are truly slightly serious. All right. Listen. Um, when you use the term "white privilege," right? White privilege are just the tidbits. Can I tell you? White privilege, 
from a, a black perspective. So that's you what we want to hear. You tell us. Okay. Be, speak from your All heart, man. All right. Let me say this. Do you know that there is just one element of black privilege that equal white privilege? Say, for instance, you went to Walmart, right? Okay. And you got into an argument with one of the cashiers there, right? And they said, get out of here, white trash. There is nobody as a white man that you could run to and say, hey, they call me a right a, a piece of white. They might even agree with them and be like, yeah, get out of here. Listen, <laughs> yeah. listen, listen. I have a feeling it happens listen. at Walmart. <laughs> but, but, but let me tell you, but let me tell if I went into the same Walmart that you had that incident with, right? Mm-hmm. And somebody called me the N-word, and I went to somebody and said, hey, they called me the N-word. There'll be investigation, the news media will be there. Every- yeah. See, that yeah. would be the only inkling of black privilege that's in America. Now, turn all of that around and, and switch it on the other side. That's white privilege. Let me tell you what white privilege is. White privilege is when I walk into Walmart, a lot of times I get followed. I get asked to see my receipts and they say it even kind of loud. Like, can I see your receipt, please? Like, like they trying to garner attention. So if I mm-hmm. don't have the receipt, you know, everybody will know, oh, he's stealing. But do you know, as a white individual and you could be a scruffy white dude, you don't even have to be clean cut or whatever. You could walk into a walk. And nobody will follow you around there. Say, hey, how you doing, sir? And, and, and another well, thing. Well, right, I, I agree with you to a point. I have seen it happen with whites. But, yes, I have seen it happen more often with blacks. But let me ask you something real quick, and then you can finish on that thought. You're talking about uh-huh. if someone calls you an N-word. What if uh-huh. another person of your same race calls you that? Because it seems like interculture, there's no problem. Uh-huh. But it exactly. seems like if you have someone that's non-black, use that word. And I don't believe it should be used, period. If you want to taboo okay. the word, then it's taboo. But what? how do you feel that would have went down if another person had said said that but was wow. not white? All right, let me say this. Let me say this. Do you know, I used to work at a job that had like a whole bunch of diversity in it. It was a bunch of Mexicans, Africans, whites, blacks, Puerto Ricans, whatever, right? And when I would go to work, Sometimes I would see because I had a, like a lot of white homeboys in there. Like, you know, what I'm saying like everybody was cool. It was like a place of camaraderie. But the way that I seen cultures or groups talk to one another, you know, I seen Mexicans tease each other with the term wetback. Mm-hmm. I seen yeah. white yeah. Uh, entertain each other with the word redneck and cracker. I seen even blacks entertain each other with the n-word but see if you do it interculturally nothing's going to happen but see i don't take offense to someone who's not white or a redneck or you know even a cracker calling me any of those things i just i don't but it doesn't bother me it's not as taboo again before before revolutionary bro uh, responds to that i think there definitely would be a difference uh mindset coming from the black community on that though am i wrong let let me say this exactly simply because what we see there is a a, and you can look this up don't take my word for it there is a spelling is n-e-g 
U.S. Can you, can you pronounce that? Because I mean, not gonna try. I'm not gonna try. okay, all right. Just, just... <laughs> all right, sorry about that. Listen, it's the spelling, the word N E G U S. Look it up as I'm as I'm speaking about it. There, that word was used. I say around maybe the eleven or fourteen hundred. That word, and that very word. It 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 spoke of royalty. It even it even had like a little Jesus uh, element to it, where it looked as the people who were who were uh, spoken of as that word as a half like a demigod, like a half you know man, half God. So what we were able to do because all they did was mess up the spelling of it. We look at that as a turn. Of, German endearment, most of us anyway. I don't really use the word, but I'm then why saying, is like, it if a white person says that it's not a term of endearment? That exactly. See, and that's see, do you know if 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 you tease a white person and call them trailer trash, right? They cry. It wouldn't it wouldn't have <laughs> the same stigma that it would have if it came from me or yeah. somebody of my persuasion. It wouldn't mm -hmm. have the same. It wouldn't have the same sting. So therefore, if a white dude said that to you, and you were jokingly, and he jokingly said it, you could accept that coming from him, other than anybody else. Well, see, but for okay. me personally, it wouldn't bother me who who said it. I don't. I don't care the nationality or the race that's mm -hmm. saying that because I, the word doesn't bother me. Now the N word, but, that's, uh, that's the one I don't like. It's just, it's uh, nasty. I don't like that. Let, let me tell you why it don't bother you because it don't carry the historical element that that N word. See, you got to remember under the N word, black people were lynched. Black people were enslaved. Black people were legally. I mean, by law, by legislation, separated but equal and you know it was unequal they were they had in words need not apply at job see no other word carried that yeah, historical but, element but you know no what revolution I, I understand what you're saying but you do mm -hmm. have situations where the word tony or italian uh they had the same thing they were you, you go back to where America was, you know, getting populated, send us you're sick, you're weak, yada, yada, yada. Uh -huh. There were there were nationalities that they didn't want. They were considered, you know, on, on the rung of, of society to be the lower rung. And it wasn't the blacks. The blacks were held higher than some of the white groups were. If you call you had if white you, people, what? hold on, comers. You had right. white people that were indentured uh -huh. servants, if you want to go back to the you know, fourteen hundred, sixteen, seventeen hundred. So I mean, it's happened to all what? cultures. But and I'm not you're trying absolutely. to excuse it, but I mean, you're, I just think it seems like you know some what? can move past it easier than others. And it's not Watch easy this. to move past. Go ahead. Watch this. Watch this. Do you know that even though, see, even though other cultures it happened to, because as a matter of fact, the reason why the police cars are called paddy wagons is because of how often they locked up groups of men named Patrick who were Irish. There right. you go. Did you know that, right? And, mm -hmm. the, and the nickname for um, Patrick and Irish was Patty. So they called the Patty Wagon because they knew every Friday they was going to pick up at least 50 of them. Now, now, understand this. 
at some point, the Irish, the Polish, the Jew, they became white in America in the 1940s. And and they were given the police departments. They were given the fire departments. And the Jews were given, uh, I believe it was the, the corporate America. They worked their way into corporate America. Yeah, I don't As think they were given fact, it. I think they worked their way into it, like you said. Okay, but but let me say this. They were allowed to, after being a part of the downtrodden. See, we were never able to work legally into any aspect. As a matter of fact, the Italians, right? When, uh, what was his name? The, the dude that was the head of the CIA for like 40 years. What is, oh my goodness. Hoover? Who? Jay Edgar. Yes, J. Edgar Hoover, when they talked about the Italian mafia, he said, I don't even know if those dudes exist. He covered for them. There was never a time in American history that America reached out and covered for African-Americans. And and I'm not saying that as if we're the lowest people on the totem pole, but historically it does look like that. All right. I'm going to uh, take a short time out right here. I am going to bail out uh, for a few uh, for a little while. Uh, Pert and uh, producer mm-hmm. Eric, do you guys want to continue the conversation after we take a short time out? Yeah, All go right ahead. Um, All right. Can. You're listening to the Slightly Serious Show. We'll have more in just a second. You've been listening to the Slightly Serious Podcast. If you haven't laughed, then offended, or engaged, then turn up the damn volume. Be sure to follow and catch us weeknights at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. All right. Uh, back to no the conversation, Oh, guys. you're back. Per, yeah, i got to uh, disagree with you. Well, on what? That's what I'd like to know. Okay, like you, you were talking about the different words and stuff. Right. Dude, let me tell you. You go into North Jersey, you go into Central Jersey, you go into Boston, and you call an Italian a guinea. It's about like calling a, a black person the N word in the South. You're gonna get your you're gonna get your mouth busted. Well, I mean, it could be, but it's it's not. You know, and Honeybee can can chime in there because she's a Jerseyan. Um, <laughs> thanks, thanks for the chime. Uh, but I mean, still, it's just it seems like you know we have as different cultures, races, what whichever term you want to use, um, went through situations that were tilted against us. And by us, I mean that particular culture. And I don't know, it just seems like things have moved on. This is one that just seems like its ugly head got raised and you just can't get it to put its head down. And, you know, I I don't know where you go. I mean, I know that what's going on right now in the administration we've got is doing nothing but what am I getting dinged out? The administration is doing nothing but more separation. You know, they're not doing anything to join everybody. What do you feel about that revolution? You, you know what? You are absolutely. Let me let me just say this. Let me just say this. If I really believe that if you take any white ethnicity, whether they be Italian, whether they be Jews, whether they be Polish or Irish, and you take an environment where their children, sons in particular, are getting killed one every 36 hours, pretty much, so to speak, everywhere, all around. As a matter of fact, did you guys just hear about a young black male was lynched in Atlanta City, New Jersey? I heard y'all mention New Jersey. 
in the no, Atlantic I didn't hear City. that. Yes. See, these are the type of things that are still see if 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 racism existed at some point and then simmer all the way down, you would be mm. absolutely right that nobody should be talking about it still because it would be a post-racial era. But but, but why don't if, they address the crime on crime within the the black community itself? I mean, it, it is bad, okay, you know, and, we, and white and what you're feeling like BLM. I mean, it seems like maybe they ought to redirect some of that energy and, and get some things straightened out and be concerned about what's going yeah. on in their communities. I understand they want to reach it out, but it seems like they got their, their wires crossed somewhere. You're, you're absolutely right. But then we will have to address the crime and even our own environments because in the 2000, the last census prior to the one that was just taken, right? Mm-hmm. They found that 93% of crime against African Americans were committed by African Americans. But they That's also what I'm found yeah. that 83% of the crime against white people were perpetrated by other whites. So everybody is killing where they live. So if that's the case, we have to address crime all the way around. But I agree the, with the you. thing about it, the thing about it is we can't take our criminality into other cultures and just begin to kill other cultures because that's more like war. Right. So, I mean, you kind of get back to let's clean up the messes in our own homes, right? But but you know what? The only way we're going to do it is we have to have equal foot in the door. Let let me just say this. Do you know I grew up in the inner city, right? Okay. And 75 to 80% of my teachers during my, you know, scholastic career, were white. How many white suburbanites do you know can say that 75 to 80% of their teachers were black in their scholastic career? See, if if, if everything was, was even, if everything was equal, if the level field was fair, then you're absolutely right. All we would have to do is clean up What's going on in our environment? But are you? But if, so are you telling me that there there couldn't be any any blacks that would have gone to school, studied harder, went to become teachers? I mean, you yes, can only get you can only get from the pool that you have, and if there's not that many in the pool to begin with, yeah, the majority is going to be swayed. Whatever you know, the majority is in that pool to hire. Do you know that in the city of Philadelphia, in the city of Columbus, in the city of Camden, New Jersey, do you know that? In their public school, there exists, you know how schools have policies. One of the policies is that I think it's 63, 63% of the teachers have to be white in those communities. Did you know that? And did you also know that if a, if a white individual went to college and didn't fare that well, they have inner city programs for them to come in, work in the inner city school, build their stats and reputation up, and then they can begin to go elsewhere. Did you know that? See, the thing about it is, it's not fair. The things that we say would be on point if equity existed. If but you're saying that there is no programs for the blacks? Not probably. Or they just in, are not taking probably, part in them? Probably, be- wait a minute. Probably not in suburbanite schools. Now, there's probably programs for blacks in black school, 
but probably not in suburbanite schools. So if the opposite is true, then that means that there is a level of unfairness. See, if you have quotas, your quotas are there, are in place to build up the, you know, a balance for whatever your establishment is. But if your quotas are far and few and in between, just say for instance, you have a quota of three people and it's just designed for three minorities. Do you know if you have about 400 employees, that's going to be, did, did you know Harvard, Harvard University, right? Has at least about 800 some odd employees. Do you know only, I think is 17% of Harvard have like minorities like, and I guess most of them might be janitors or working in a bathroom. They don't mean that that's a part of the professorship. So everywhere you look, but I understand why, because we are in a, a, a society where the majority of people are white. So you have to deal with them, I guess, more efficiently. But there has to be some level of equity in order for us to point fingers and be correct in doing so. Hey, I have an interesting question for you, Revolution. A couple of years ago, there was a story that came out. <clears throat> this guy, he was Indian. He was of Indian descent. Mm-hmm. And he uh, he applied to be a doctor in medical school. Uh-huh. He, he was turned down. He waited six months, but his GPA was one, one point lower than what he needed it to be to get into medical school. Uh-huh. He, you can look this up. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not lying to you. This is a hundred percent true story. He he goes back in and he applies as he's black. He puts down that his his ethnicity is African American. Uh-huh. They let him into medical school. Black and, privilege ban, right there. No, no, so, no, no, no. Let me ask you the question. I'm gonna ask this question a different way than anybody's probably ever asked it. Do you feel that that hurts black doctors when people hear stories like that because they say, "Oh, they weren't as qualified as white doctors." Well, well, hold on. Let me ask you this, because it's, it's in line with what you're saying. Did you know that there was a female white politician who found out, and this was just recently, that Indians were getting, I guess, certain benefits or privileges. I, I guess it was like inside of one of these, you know, COVID packages that came out as far as stimulus. Yeah. Do you know she went and said that she was an Indian? I mean, people have been doing that for years. Yeah. That don't make it right. And she also benefited as well. But then again, on the flip side of that, let me say this. Do you know that when any police, we in the city of Camden, New Jersey, because I lived there for some years, right? in the city of Camden, New Jersey. Did you know that every time the job for police officers came up, it was somehow that black males was being weeded out of the academy. It's kind of crazy that you can get a 65% white police force and an 80% black uh, 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 population. Like, don't the numbers of the people in a society supposed to be reflected by that? If if there's 15% of 
of African Americans in the United States, then why don't 15% of African Americans have like a, a economic power base? It's all right if, if white people have more, they, their numbers are so much more. As a matter of fact, what do white people outnumber black people? At least four Six to one. Six to one, I think. So, okay, so you understand what I'm saying, right? So if that's the case, we know that you should have more, but shouldn't we have a portion of America that deals effectively with the percentage of our people that's here? Yeah, I, I'm not disagreeing with you, I, but I, I like I, I think I, I feel it's funny that you bring up that it's happening in New Jersey, because here where I live and see I'm in the South, I'm in Alabama, where I live at my local police force, we have I think it's eight white officers, four black officers, or no, two of the black officers quit and went to Huntsville, so now we have two black officers, and now we and uh, which they're hiring, but. We have four or five Hispanic officers. Like, I think that in the South, I went to a, I went to a, a town one time, and this is not far from me, but I never knew it existed. It was called Colony, mm-hmm. and um, the city councilman was black, the mayor was black. Everybody, you know, it, 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 do you do you think it's more of a problem up north that people are just hiding? That they're, that they're, Let me say this. Let, I'm so glad. That you listen, I, you are a genius. For give him, Don't give him the hand clap. Up. Give him the hand clap. Give him the hand clap for that. Do you know that? Here we go. Let, let, let me let me tell you why I say that. I have been saying forever that I like when Donald Trump was the president, right? A lot of people, black and white, didn't really have love for Donald Trump. But you know what I loved about Donald Trump? Donald Trump was the equivalent of the South being in the presidency. Because in the South, you want to hear exactly what's on their mind. You want to know what your place is. But in the North, it's it's wolves in sheep's clothing. Listen, let, let me say this. They will ask you for a lighter. For them to light their cigarette. And when you look down to dig in your pocket, when you look back up, a gun going to be in your face. But in the South, you're going to see them coming with the guns. It ain't going to be a secret. See, the South has been notorious and treacherous, but at least it's been above board. The North well, has man. always downplayed wherever it was that they felt. And we've talked about the Trump thing in here before that, you know, the, the good thing about that, whether you like the guy or not, get past him as a person, look at what he did for the, you know, the country. But also, like you're talking about, you knew where you stood. He was also open and frank. So there, there wasn't yes, any was. of this hidden stuff with him, you yes. know, all that we could tell. I mean, the, the new guy that's in there now, when's the last time he said anything from his mouth that wasn't no, read from the teleprompter? Listen, this is the first time. This is the first. Well, no, this is the second time because I agree with Republicans, even with Barack Obama. Listen, listen, Barack Obama and Sleepy Joe deserved each other. That's why when Barack was president, he was the vice president, because neither one has a backbone. Donald Trump, he looks like a man amongst men when you compare him to those two.
They did nothing but, because Biden is doing it now, they do nothing but say what everybody want to hear. They're just puppets. They ain't saying what I, I want to hear. Well, if, if <laughs> I know way, what you mean. If, if you side with a certain group, they will be saying what you want to hear. Like, I, like, see, some people, Donald Trump, he was a mafioso in the White House. And the reason why I say that is because he did what only George Bush Jr. before him did. Acted as if they were a maverick in the White House and if they dare somebody to step to him according to how they were acting. Like, if you're... I dare I, you to come. I oh, didn't sorry. see... I, I know what you're referring to, Jr., as far as the whole 9-11 attack and all, but I, I liken Trump more to Reagan than Jr. I, I you know, I, I think Reagan had more of a, a cowboy type mentality where you didn't mess with him if he told you something was going to happen. I mean, look at the when they were using the island off of uh, Kuwait area there, whatever, as a spy post. He said, hey, we're going to bomb it in 15 minutes. You need to get out. Guess what? 15 minutes to the to the mark. Boom. He bombed it. He didn't do this. You know, oh, well, like, oh, well, we're going to stand up for stand up uh, for Hong Kong. And, you know. That might be well until somebody says, okay, show us what you got because we're coming in. Oh, well, you know, we, we'll let you. I mean, he's going to back down. We know that. The guy's like a rubber band. He's just yeah, flimsy yeah. and flopsy. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't see it with Junior. I liked him his first term. His second term, I think the guy was out of it. He lost touch with reality and had no clue what was going on. I mean, but, look how long he said there was no recession and we were all suffering from it. But did you did you know this one thing about Junior? What's that? In his second term, he lost a, a portion of his of his uh, Republican arm. Like that happens with most presidents, because yeah. most people in America don't know how to vote. When you vote a president, and that's not all that you have to do, you right. have to continue to vote their party in. So that they can have power, because yeah, even if you don't have your party there, you still, as as the leader, as the person, should uh -huh. have your wits about you as to what's going on in your own damn country. And I, I think well, he just lost do, touch with what that was his second term. Well, what you can do is you can sign a hell of a lot of executive orders and just fight through. You fight your way through, but you, you know what happens with a lot of presidents. When they go in, they be like us. They might be middle class, right? Mm -hmm. But once they see that lobbying arm and those lobbyists begin to go in with the suitcases and put them on the desk and say, vote this way. Vote. After a while, they have so much money that they're not working for the people. They're yeah. working for the lobby. Well, it was never set up to be a job anyway. It was set up to be a service that somehow turned into a career for life. Uh -huh. That's because what he's corrected. And I, I think I'm we right. were going in the right direction to get it corrected until, you know, shit hit the fan with this COVID. But but you know what? I'm going to tell you, I really believe that America is becoming an empire rather than a republic. And the reason why I say that is because if you go down the resume of most of these politicians who are in office, most of them been there longer than most people have been on earth. Oh, yeah. And, right. what, 
And what they're doing is they're bringing their families in, their friends, and we're not getting any new and fresh ideas. I think the way America was established was, you know, it was supposed to be a changing of the guard. So that right. we and, can see fresh. And Washington himself and, said two terms was enough and they need to, you know, recycle with new ideas. Exactly. And that's not what's happening in America. If you look at the Kennedy family, had John F. Kennedy and Robert Kennedy and the brothers still been alive, they would still be, they would be in wheelchairs in somebody's office right now. Oh, yeah. It, they would still have high positions of power. I agree with you on that. Exactly. That's they, what they were in. And, and and the funny thing was, you know, you had, uh, who was it? Robert was going after the mafia. And it's like, you're going to end up getting crossed over with your dad at some point because, buddy, that's where your family came from. But you you know what? America speaks out of both sides of his mouth. And I'm glad you brought that up because that does show an abject hypocrisy in American society. Here it is. His dad was a bootlegger yep. who was running for the mafia at the time. Yep. And who and got involved with the mafia to get his son, John elected. Exactly. And then when he get in, the family began to turn the back on the mob. See when Robert F. Kennedy was killed. And do you know that Bugs Moran, I think it was Bugs Moran and Lucky Luciano are tied in with both of their deaths. Did you know that? Lucky is. Yeah, I knew. And, and another thing, too, and uh, this is something just over the past year on some reading I did. I, I am fully convinced that Traficante from uh -huh. down in, in Ybor, Tampa area, that he was highly involved with the assassination of JFK. Oh, because oh. you had um, um, gosh, I'm drawing a blank here now, but whoever they, they framed or, you know, said, pull the trigger on what the heck's his name? The, the young guy. Oh, that is the Harvey Oswald. Yes, Lee Harvey Oswald. Lee Harvey Oswald visited Traficante when Traficante was in jail in Havana. Now, why mm -hmm. would he be visiting Traficante? Traficante so was part of the group of, of uh, mafia that the CIA mm -hmm. met with trying to take out Castro. So, you know, there's nothing that the CIA at that time wasn't going to do to get what they wanted. And exactly. there's other details that I believe Traficante was thoroughly involved with the JFK assassination. Hey, Revolution. Yes. Did you know that the CIA also during J. Edgar Hoover's reigns took uh, took massive amounts of cocaine and distributed them in Compton, California because blacks were moving there so they would kill each other? Oh, yeah. As, as a matter of fact, I'm glad. Oh, my God, you guys are hitting on points. Yo, I'm I'm, I'm a fan of Slightly Sickers now. I'm one of you guys' fans. <laughs> follow. Listen. Give us a follow. I, I definitely will. Don't D Live, you know. Twitch, Facebook, Rumble. Oh, yeah, I got all that. And I'm going to start giving y'all props on all my social media. Because I got a good following. I got a good following. So you guys, might, you guys might break the bank after this. But um, let, me, let me say this. Did you know that the movie The Godfather so eloquently illustrated that when they said to move the the drugs into the black communities because they're nothing but animals anyway. See, when we see movies, movies are put there for culture shock. They, they want to introduce you to stuff that you will find out later, but when you find out about it later, you won't be shocked because they already introduced it to you.
So, yes, you are absolutely right. They did move massive amounts of, of drugs into black communities. What did you think about Lyndon B. Johnson's comments while he when he, when he signed uh, welfare into order? When well, he signed welfare know, into law? You, you know, see, welfare always exist. Well, it didn't always exist. It existed like right after 1929 with the Great Depression. And it was called relief at the time. It wasn't called um, welfare. And everybody was getting it. But when they wanted to demonize it and give it to the, 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 the so-called minority communities, then they packaged, packaged it as welfare. But let me say this really quick. Do you know some of the most major corporations in America were started by corporate welfare? Did you know that? And Nike is one of those. Well, what I was talking about, Lyndon Johnson's comments, you, you, you know, have you ever heard his comment that he made to his secretary right after he signed the law? No, I heard about the leaked tapes, but I, I never heard of them. I never he, heard his, of his secretary wrote a book, and you can go read the book. You can still buy the book, I think. Oh, yeah, uh -huh. you still buy the book. But right after he signed welfare in the law, Lyndon Johnson's exact comments was, I'll have those N-words voting Democrat for the next 200 years. But you, you know what? Anybody that you have deprived, anybody that you have deprived, if you feed them, they will die for you. Think, think about this. Most Black people, most African-Americans vote Democrat by remote control. It's almost like we're Frankenstein monsters. Whenever a Democrat is running, we just get up. We don't have to know what their policies are. We don't have to know what they look like. We don't care. We just vote Democrat. Because they've enslaved and, and that's you. a problem. Exactly. Because they gave us little trinkets. And yep. that's how it's always worked. It always worked like that. Anybody you give a trinket that's, that's starving will become a follower, a follower of yours. Yeah, they. I, I think that, <clears throat> like Democrats here in the South, like uh, my grandpa, we were we were uh, we were Southern Democrats for the longest, and mm -hmm. all all the black people around here were Southern Democrats for the longest. Uh -huh. And then, and then all of a sudden, then all of a sudden. Democrats started coming out with this abortion and then the then the gay marriage and then this and then that and, and they, were support, they were supporting and then a lot of the some of the black people here did switch because they were like, Hey, we ain't doing that, you know, they, they were like but I, listen, I know I, I got a friend right now and he's black. He says we'll sit there and we'll talk and uh um, we'll, we'll talk about, you know, we can be talking about anything that's on the news and I can sit there and I can look at him and I'm like, man, what do you think about that abortion? How, what do you think about how they set them abortion clinics up in uh, black neighborhoods on purpose? And he sits there and he goes, he goes, yeah, I was like, you going to vote Democrat? Oh yeah, I'm a Democrat. My granddaddy was a Democrat. I'm like, well, yeah, well, mine was too at one point, but he switched. Exactly. See, you, hey, listen, uh, listen. revolution. Right, right. Uh-huh. We got it. We had a, a question. Honeybee was wondering, what do you think of Candace Owens? Uh, you know what I think? I, see, you don't want to know what. <laughs> yo, no, we want to know. That's why yo, we asked. It's it's all yo, on the table here, man. All right. Can I really tell the truth? Can I really be honest? Listen, let, let, let me let me let me say this. 
and I'm going to say other names. Can I say other names, too? If you want, but you got to tell us what you think about Candace. That was the original question. All right. Okay. Because I'm going to group these all in together. Candace Owens, Larry Elders, and so do y'all know Jesse Lee Peterson? I'm not familiar with that one. I've heard of him. Oh, Jesse Lee Peterson, he have a podcast like you guys do. See, they they are bad fellas. Let, let me say this. There is money in black people who in black face speak with a white tongue. They are paid. Do you know? Let, let me say this. There is a phrase I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with it. It's called white talking points. The only people who can speak white talking points are black people because there are certain things that black people cannot say publicly about white people as well as white people can't publicly say about black people. But don't you know that if you pay a Candace Owens, if you pay a Larry Elders, if you pay a Jesse Lee Peterson, they will say that for you and you can sleep well at night because you didn't say it, they did. So you saying and her narrative saying would be different if she, different if she wasn't getting, per se, paid to say what she says? Well, you, you got to understand, it's, it was a, a, I think it's a talking points place that she got her start. See, Candace Owens say all of these things. Did you know that when Candace Owens was in high school, she, now this is on record, she was accosted by a group of white um high school students or co-students that were going to school with her and she actually sued them and won. Did y'all know that? But then she said things out of her mouth like racism didn't exist until Barack Obama became president. Then what did you sue those white dudes for if it wasn't racism, if it didn't exist? See, this is how I know she's a hypocrite because your history, see, anything that happened to you in your past it speaks volumes in your future because if people know about it, you can't do like Candace Owens did because you'll get exposed. But to some degree, revolution, don't you think the word um, uh, politician and hypocrite go hand in hand? Oh, yes. It's just some like it's just worse than others. Yeah. It's just like lawyer and liar. But, but you, do you know... Do you know that even though those things go hand in hand, this is why you can't put the farm on what most politicians say. Do you know that some of the things that presidents have said to get in office, it seemed like they fell asleep at the driving well while they were in there? We, no new we, taxes. You know, we, I will not that, force mandate a vaccination shot. I'm not going to yes, call it a vaccination. Yes, yes. So you already yeah. No, it's know. on and on. You're right. I, I, I'm just saying, when, when politicians say, and when the puppets of politicians speak, they are just as bad. And Candace Owens will be a puppet of the politician that she's speaking for. It's almost, you know how you put your hand in a sock and you move your hand and act like it's the mouth of the puppet. Well, that's <laughs> what somebody's doing. That, huh? I'm back. What did you I'm, uh, we're having a good welcome conversation. Back, welcome um, to the Slightly Serious Show. Welcome back, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. I appreciate you having me back. Uh, well, we got, hold on. Revolution um, is uh, giving us an analogy of having your hand up a sock. 
What do you think? I mean, he's got. His, I mean, he's got the, his hand up. Oh, we got a good conversation does that going mean on. He has the, his hand up Joe Biden's ass. <laughs> well, that's kind of where he was going. We're we're letting him finish his stuff. That's yes, you're absolutely right. That's where I was going without saying it because I felt like you know because I, I want to be respectful to you guys' show, so I'm not going to say you know was actually on my mind, but I just wanted to give you just a hey, wait a minute a revolution. If you ever call in here and slightly accepts a call, we expect you to say what's yeah, on your we're mind. Un- Seriously. So I we're un- are you saying I can Yes, hurt? we are unfiltered. I mean, hell, we're so unfiltered we've been kicked off of YouTube you know? and other, other yeah. platforms before. I mean, you, you can <laughs> curse, but, you know, cursing just for the, the no, I wouldn't know, curse benefit of cursing, I think I'm this doesn't make sense. Okay. Yes, I, I think I'm a little. We just too- ask that you be yourself for the most part. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. That because I, you know, I didn't want to say that the politicians have their hand up her ass. I didn't want to say that, but that's exactly where I was going, and I'm glad that you caught that. So you know, but that's basically what we see when we see certain elements of our people speak let me let me say this do you guys are you guys familiar with Tim Wise who don't Tim think Wise. Him. Mm, I don't think so Tim Wise. he Tim he Tim is Wise. he is one of them white dudes that go around and he, he's something like that lady I forget her name oh, she got no, why is he gotta eyes. be white revolution <laughs> I'm kidding no, Something like that lady named that lady named Karen. <laughs> no, no, listen, okay. No, what he does is he go around teaching white people how to be white and, and kind of respect black people. And I know that when you guys, if you ever hear him speak, y'all will think that some black organization is actually paying him. Yeah. I think we just all need to be this. taught how to be humans and love each other and screw this color thing. That's you know where what? we're getting in trouble. But you I, know what? I, go ahead, and then I, I got to ask you a question. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, no, because what I was going to ask, actually, I was going to ask down below. I was going to ask Goose down here because I don't, I don't know what he's referring to because we kind of had a, a few different conversations. He says, "I don't believe your revolution," and he says, "I think you're wrong. I don't believe it." Okay. Uh, okay. Somewhere, yeah. So I'm just, what, what don't you think he's wrong, or what do you think he's wrong on, Goose? It'll take him a minute to type. Go ahead and finish your thought, Revolution. Okay. Um, I, I'm just saying if see, if if everything was pretty much kosher in America. Now you're getting to the I, Jewish. Well, no, wait, so you, know, <laughs> just, you are something else. You are something else. I, you know, stuff don't go past me. I catch it. But for <laughs> real, for real, I promise you, if things were going the way that they should go in America. Nobody, do you know I can't wait till we get to a point in American society where race is not a factor, where uh, 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 gender is not, because I don't you know, believe, I don't, ag- I, don't, I don't agree with like a lot of this genderless society. Do you know it's a target up here, right? Yep. That yep. you can go to. And you know how you go into a department store and they have a men's section, a lady section, a kid section, a boy section, a girl section. There's innies and outies. That's what we say on this show. You're one or but the other. You drop your pants. I don't care if you've had surgery, post-op. Whatever. You got an innie or you got an outie when you're done. And that's 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 it. There's two sexes. Yeah, but, it, it, but you know that they said now there are five 
hundred different um genders. Well, do, they do you are know wrong. That? Sorry. They hey, are um, saying that it's I'm going to get quiet for, for a minute here because I want to hear what Goose has to say about him thinking uh, you're saying you're wrong on uh, Candace. Re Revolution, how many okay. genders do you think there are real quick before we introduce this? <laughs> oh, it's only two. Uh, okay. it's good only good two. answer. You got that right. Goose, welcome to the show, my friend. You, had a, you have an, a disagreement uh, with, with about Candace. Oh, big, dis big disagreement. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I'm from Puerto Rico and I came here when I was 18. And everybody in our countries, don't matter who you are, you are some type of racist. Okay. And I'm going to tell you because she had a uh, incident that she accused somebody of racist. That don't make her uh, the white people mouthpiece. That's wrong because I had a case like that. And I don't mean that I talk for other people. I talk for myself. Not everybody's racist. You got good white people. You got good black people. You got good Latinos. It's all wow. over the place. But just to point, because he had an incident, just like I did, and I did put a lawsuit, and I won that lawsuit, and I proved that was racist coming, like calling my degree from United States you know, University a Puerto Rican degree. That's very diminishing my you know, education. So I put a freaking lawsuit on somebody, and I won that lawsuit. But that don't mean everybody's the same. You got good people everywhere you go. Like you had people from every race, races, because I've been there and I see that with my eyes. So I don't, I mean, when black people talk about all the races bad and white people talk about other people and my race talk about other people, that's racist. And I, I okay. agree with uh, uh, Honeybee's honey uh, point in the chat. She said there are assholes in every okay. race, let, in every color. All right. All right. Let, let me say this really quick. I didn't say, I think he misunderstood me. Let me let me tell you why I think he misunderstood. I didn't say that Candace Owens just called people racist or worked for racist. I said that Candace Owens said when she first got on the political scene, when she first started for turning points usa have y'all are y'all are you guys familiar with turning points usa yes mm -hmm. all right yes. turning points usa before she started working with them she had an incident that she considered a racist incident had a lawsuit filed it and won now that was be way before barack obama ever got into office and when she came on the scene under turning points usa she said that she didn't know that racism exists until Barack Obama got into office years after her encounter with racism. I said that she was a hypocrite because of that. You can't say that racism exists when it's convenient for you and then say it don't exist when it's to your advantage. You can't do that. It either exists or it doesn't. And, and, and I think, and I think if she's making that type of statement, uh, she must be uh, sleeping in the same basement that Joe Biden sleeps in that night. Okay, and that's why I said she is a bedfellow with the sock puppeteer's hand up her ass while she's speaking the talking points of the very racist that's puppeteering her. Well, we that's might want to... But you talk about her... Experience. Hold on a second, Goose. I'm sorry. You talk about her experiences uh -huh. as a you know youth or younger, and now younger. this has happened. 
So it's uh-huh. almost like then it seems like you've got the belief that, okay, well, that happened, so there's no change in it. Kind of like when Cummings said, yeah, my, my grandfather and us, we used to be the Democratic Party, now we switched. So does that mean they can never switch because okay. they're a Democratic Party? I mean, right. people do change. Let me, and change. Their opinions let me, let me say change. People, people do change and their, and their opinions do change. But concepts don't. Concepts stay the same. See, let me say this. Whether we change or not, racism is still going to be racism. And if she encountered a, a condition that she thought was racism, how can she say that racism didn't exist until Barack Obama got into office, which was years later? Either so if you ever had something happen to you, though, where you looked at it upon one way and thought it was this, and then later on in life realized that that wasn't what it was? All right, let me ask you this. Have a person gotten stabbed in the 1800s? Had a person gotten stabbed in the, and a person got stabbed in 2021? Wouldn't that stabbing still be the same? Now, they probably didn't poke them the same amount of time, but a stabbing is a stabbing. Now, you tell me the circumstances, though. <laughs> I mean, seriously, we, we, we can dissect this, but I'm saying if she felt that way back then, she's got every right to feel a different way now about the situation, especially okay, she she's got gotten it. older and matured. I mean, when people mature, they do okay. have, you know, I mean, well, you take the younger generation, be they uh-huh. white, black, Hispanic, what have you. A lot of times uh-huh. they have a tendency to gravitate towards the Democratic Party because, hey, we're going to do all this stuff for you and you don't have to worry about it. We're going to take care of it. We will handle life. You just don't have right. to worry and, about and, it. And then as they get older, they realize somebody pays and, for this And I shit. agree with you, Bert, they, on, on, to, on, a, on a scale to some yeah. degree, but at the same point, you have someone has an echo. I think it might be revolution. Anyways, if when you have, no, it's okay, not when you have right. politicians... Uh-huh. And I'm not I don't care if they're on the left or on the right. I'm talking just generalized politicians. Yes, their views could mm-hmm. change over a period of time. But the problem mm-hmm. is uh-huh. is when they can pick up a talking point and utilize it to their advantage, I think that's where revolutionary bro is uh-huh. coming from. Candace saw an opportunity to change. Put it this way. It this way. If, if 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 you got paid. Like, just say, for instance, right now, somebody said, I love y'all podcast. And they come, they come in with a ton of money, right? And they say, this is what you guys been talking about. But I think I want to pay y'all to talk about this. If y'all change the whole dynamic of y'all podcast, mm-hmm. right, based on the money that he's paying, right, that means that it's going to look like what y'all believe right Changed. now. Don't have to look like what you're going to believe when you're getting paid by him. Right. I I agree with you. And and that's that's politics. And and I believe that Candace Owens is getting paid to speak to. And if she is, that's fine and dandy. But all all I say is black people have the right to pick and choose who represent them. And if we don't like Candace Owens representing us, then we don't have to go in her fold. A- but, am I right? But was she was she elected, or you know, is her job to represent the black people, or is it to represent certain communities? I mean, what you know, what is really her job? Watch this. Do you know that Candace Owens 
is saying things that allow even the worst. Let's let's just pick a, a group of five of the worst racist white people in America. Do you know that if Candace Owens continue to say the things that she say, they can sleep well at night because she is accommodating pretty much everything that they feel. Now, some of the things that Candace Owens say, you might not feel that. You guys might not feel that right. way, right? But, but there, is a, there is a group of people. And, and, and you know what? Bro, you have every right to feel exactly how you feel. But you but know, Revolution, there's a white guy right now in the Oval Office, and I don't agree with anything he says. <laughs> right. Okay, and guess what? And you have the right not to have him represent you. So when well, he talks, well, you tell the government talking. that because they won't listen to us. <laughs> no, we tried that shit. Listen. Doesn't work. Now they called him MAGA riot. Right. They but listening no. to you guys. Do you know listening to you guys right now are some are some white people or, and even some black people who are on the fit? Do you know you guys just might have got into the mind of some black people who said, you know what? They right. I, I got the right to be Republican if I want to. I don't have to stay a Democrat like my grandfather. You know what did. all I, you reach you, you know what all, all I care about is revolutionary bro. I don't care if they go Democrat or Republican, as long as they're involved uh -huh. and they're thinking of what the hell's going on in our society and care about it. That's what matters the most to me. What you you know what? You absolutely right. But who's thinking? Do you did you guys see the um? Did you guys see the takeover of the White House? Did you guys see that? The takeover of the on White House. Oh, like the Capitol. Was it a documentary? Well, I mean, the Capitol, Capitol Building. Yes, yeah. we saw that. Yeah, the Capitol Building. Oh, I remember that, yes. All right, okay. Listen. It was a dude, a gentleman, who went in there with no teeth in his mouth, right? <laughs> and sat at Nancy Pelosi's desk and put his whole feet on the desk and was drawing Donald Duck. Did you guys see I that? Yeah, I did not see a gentleman with no teeth. I saw a guy sitting at the desk, though. <laughs> you know what? I'm that was upset about I haven't got no to see that. You know what? <laughs> you didn't see that drawing? Yeah, that? No, but <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so funny, man. Listen. We got, we got one other question for you, too, Revolution. What's, what's, what's your opinion or, or what's your beef with Larry Elder? Are you Elder? not a Larry Elder fan? Oh, my beef. No, I'm not. Let, let me say this. Let me let me say this. Do you know that Larry Elder, his claim, his claim to fame was coming against black people? Like, if you just say, okay, I got a, a whole group of people out here. Just say, for instance, you got a whole family, right? And you say, you know what? These guys are willing to pay me to reject my family. So I'm going to just go ahead, reject them, take this money, leave, talk about them like a dog. That's how that elders came on the scene. Now, say, for instance, he came on the scene at some point and was almost like a friend to everybody and then went on his spill that he's on today. He probably could have took an element of people with him. But Larry Elder, he had very few black following. Very are you telling him, are, are you trying to so another words that he's a that sellout? 
that's what I was going to say. It sounds like you you have issues with certain ones that are, are, are in my opinion, I agree slightly. Seems like you're classified as a seller. You know what? Let me say this. Some people see if you selling out, right? When you use the term sellout, that means you're still selling. Some people done sold out. That means they done gave up everything they had well, to get on the other side. Pre- and, and present tense, past tense, past tense, the yes, same but thing. Though. I'm saying they already, they, they, they already sold it. Do you know the Bible says, and I'm, I'm not a Bible thumper. Y'all haven't heard me. Just let me do it this one time. The Bible says that air was breathed into the nostrils of man and he became a living soul, right? So if you say that he became a living soul, then your soul ain't some spiritual or ghost looking thing. Your soul is your person. And a lot of people are selling themselves, men almost like on a level of prostitution to get to the other side. And Larry Elders is one of them. Well, I think Larry Elder, according in, in your terms and your thoughts of Larry Elder, he seems to be the type mm-hmm. that he's gone the way of well, if you can't if you can't beat him, join him, and he'll do sure. whatever yes, it indeed. is that he has you, to do. It's, it's an acquiescing. Yes, it's an acquiescing. Go yeah. ahead. Okay, so yeah, let, let's ask you what what person, black person, uh-huh. in the influence influential arena or political uh-huh. arena, uh-huh. do you care for them? None. Because you oh, know why? Okay, well, we could have saved a lot of time. <laughs> let, me, let, me tell you, let, me tell you, let me tell you why I say none. I say none simply because everybody has a price. See, if let, let me say this. If you guys wanted to start a civil war and you had a group of a thousand gentlemen that was in on the scheme, do you know that there's one, two, three, four, five, nine that's going to tell off the rip? That's going to have gonna that what? thing. Gonna They're going to tell. They're going to leak it. Do you oh. know WikiLeaks oh. is not the only whistleblower? Yeah, well, we tried that in the 1860s, but that whole story got screwed up. That it's a, it's a lot of whistleblowing these days, bro. I'm talking about almost every major corporation has one. But I don't know. You, you kind of lost me on this one. Though. Where are you going with this, with the whistleblower and getting a thousand people right, to go? Where I'm going with that is whoever is blowing the whistle could be an agent that's on payroll for the powers anti or opposite what you're doing. So basically what I'm saying is any black person who is standing up right now representing could be first and foremost, you know what I believe? I believe that anybody well, wait, let's go back to every black person. Why why are you saying every black person who's standing up? Get, finish no, that I, thought. Because you asked me who did I believe in, and I thought that you were asking me for my ethnicity. Well, That's just in general. Because in, in general, because I mean you already, you already said you don't like any of the black people well, who are influencing. I, I don't believe it. And let, let me say this. Let, all of us should do our research. Or due diligence when you right, go right. around and you believing in everybody and thinking that everybody has your best interest at heart, you're already losing because most people don't even know you, nor do they care about you. So, in order for you now, if now if there was a group of people who were ultra informed, did their research, and 
joined together as an August body for whatever they was doing, I would believe in that group because you know why? That group has more than one, which means that if one get killed, the movement can still go on. But when you have a group like the civil rights group and Martin Luther King get killed and the movement die, it's something wrong with that. Well, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I, there, there are points that I agree with you on. Uh, there are par- portions that I don't. Um, so when it comes to. What is your biggest disagreement? Because I want to clear up whatever your biggest disagreement is. I mean, you just seem to be an anti-black black. No, that no. no according to him, no, that's Larry Elder. You just called me. Well, yeah. No, listen. no, you, you know, the boondocks. You just called me Uncle Ruckus, but that's cool, though. Uncle Listen, let me, let me say this. I am, I am not Uncle Ruckus. I ru- let me say this. I love my people and I love my culture, but I see the selling out of a culture. Mm-hmm. And I'm anti the selling out of any. Do you know? Let me say this. When I see white people celebrating white nationalism, do you not know have no problem with that? When I see Hispanics you know, or Mexicans celebrating their natural, that nationalism, their, I have no problem with that. But what I have a problem with is when another culture is standing up for itself and its people and disadvantaging other groups at the same time. That's what I have a problem with. What do you consider uh, white, uh, you know, uh, white people celebrating white nationalism? uh, Give me an instance. All right. Put it this way. Put it this way. Do you remember... Do you remember when they were talking about, yo, we want those statues down. We want them. Sta-. Everybody was on that statue kit and they was going around removing like Ulysses S. Grant. And all. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't really mm-hmm. big on that because we got a problem. African-Americans have a problem in America that is way bigger than just some statues existing. Yep. Well, that's good to hear you say that. Let, 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 yo, let, let me say this. White people can go to George Washington's statue and get down on their knees and pray. I ain't got no problem with that. But what I do have a problem with is, like I said, as if in the course of your celebration, your nationalism, if if it define that, you said that a few times now. I don't know what your definition. Let me say this. Let me say this. All right, that white nationalism is where white people. They take pride in their heritage and all, and who they are. We should all that's, take pride in our heritage. Exactly. Exa- that's why. That's one thing no I will never apologize for, nor feel bad that's for. What, and if somebody's got an issue I, with that, they can kiss. Pardon me, I, my white ass. It's white. But didn't I just say I don't have a problem right. with that? I Thank just you. said that that I don't have a problem. I said what I have a problem with is if you're if, if in the course of you celebrating your white nationalism, you disadvantage other groups. But we're still waiting. Give us an example of what you're talking about. You're saying celebrate your white nationalism. What are you, is it a picnic we have or what? What is the actual determining event? white nationalism. You know what? I want to hear what he says on that. Like the national, all right, now now take Let's talk about national anthem. You know when, all right, okay, national anthem. You know that the gentleman that wrote the national anthem, did you hear the verse that was actually taken out of the 
the national anthem? I, I, I've you, heard it. I don't know what it is. I, yeah, I, I didn't know that was. something was taken out. When it, when, when it talked about, yo, like, we would never rise as a people under the, under American national Why? Why? Like, it, it's he, an American national anthem. It's written for Americans. It doesn't say, oh, oh, hail to the whitey. I mean, it's written for Americans. No, He's talking I, about the original, right? right? Are you talking about who, the original one? Who, I'm talking about the original, the one that it, 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 it's edited. Oh, the say, can you see by the dawn's edited. early light, right? No, well, well so how no, we pray? Well, the we last have. verse of it is, has been edited. Tell they, me what it was then. Okay, do me a favor. Google it real quick. Google it real quick and, and look it up. And we can read okay. it together. I, I'm looking it up. Right Google now. it real quick. Uh, okay, okay, thank you. Uh, let's see. What was what was changed? Okay, so uh, so far I've gotten the song's first performance occurred in 1878, but it wasn't until 1984 that it officially replaced "God Save the Queen" as the national anthem. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, at that time, the first line of the song was changed for the purpose of oh god, gender inclusivity. I think they're talking about different. Okay. No, no. Hold on. Wait a minute. The Star Spangled Banner. All right, here it is. Hold on. I gotta. I gotta bring this up. Here. Go ahead, though. Because Francis Scott Keys, that y'all know, the writer of it was very racist. Very racist. Did you guys know that? He was very racist, and the song that he wrote reflected his racism. Right. And no refuge could save the hireling and slave. Yes, yes. Okay, Which, but it's you know, not there now. Nowhere. But what I'm saying is, from the terror of flight to the gloom of the grave. Okay, so 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 you know what that means, right? Well, yeah, but okay. it's not there now. You, you, it's like going back but, and but punishing me, someone me, like Eric me. because his grandfather or great great grandfather had slaves. Guess what? But, the but shit's gone, what, man. Let's move on. Guess, guess what? We can't do. We can't, we can't do something like you can't throw a rock and hit your partner upside the head and then put your hands behind your back and say, "Well, I hit you in your head. It was a few seconds ago." Just wait, move wait, on, wait, wait, wait. But you know what? Revolution, the bump goes there's away. There's a big difference, though, revolutionary bro. When when we're talking about people that are still uh -huh. alive that have done something wrong, compared to people of past uh -huh. generations, though. Don't. All right, but let me say this. All right, let me say this. Do we get do we forgive uh Charles Manson? Do we forgive Hitler? Now understand this. Everything that Hitler did was 70 plus years ago, right? Everything that Right. He did so so years. we do hate right. every, every German year, and we think every, every German should year, die, right? Every year, guess what we have to see? Every, well, every no, wait a minute, wait a minute though. You, you know, we hate Let him finish. revolution. Yeah. We we hate guess Hitler, what? so we got to hate all Germans too now. So every German, we can't have German cake in the in the uh, restaurants for dessert. Germans are gone. German shepherds are outlawed. They all got to be put to death. Well, you know, more people have Rottweilers than German shepherds. So no, but my point is, they're they're German, and Hitler was German. I would take a Chihuahua any day. No, we're not okay, talking about see. Latinos and Hispanics here. Keep that out of this. It's about <laughs> Germans. But here's but here's the thing. Because you 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 mentioned you know well we don't for, we don't forgive Charles Manson and all that right I think I, okay we don't forget Ted, Ted Robert Theodore Bundy. See, but here's the thing I, there's a difference saying, between forgiving okay, and forgetting 
Uh-huh. I think as long as okay. you don't forget well, what is the, the past, because I, I, you're okay. Because, all right, let me let me say this. Let me say this. All right, did y'all you guys know who Dylan Roof is? Right, he went into a church and executed nine people, injured eleven. Right, and he wore and he had a rebel flag. So now all rebels are racist okay, and no, yada yada no, yada. Watch this. Yeah. When the when the police when the police came and they got him, he said that he was hungry and they took him to Burger King. It was almost as if they had rewarded him for what he had done because I'm pretty sure had a a, a, a black man went into a Jewish synagogue and did that, he wouldn't have got McDonald's. Uh, See, you, you, but you, you can't you can't say that for certainty. But the thing, revolution, going back to kind of what slightly was bringing up. The, the stuff happens, okay? Uh -huh. We need to move on past that. And if y'all keep, but, and but I, by y'all, I'm not saying race. I'm talking about anybody who's offended by stuff. Okay. Okay. Keep it, hold on a minute. Hold on. Okay. Let's right. talk. Right. You keep bringing okay. it up and putting it out there and putting it out there. It just keeps uh -huh. that shit alive. Move on. But you okay, it happened like the national anthem. You're going to tell me now the way to solve this is you have a black national anthem that everybody's supposed no, to listen to and, and screw the one that's for the country? Do you guys know what? Check this out. Did you know that prior to Michael Jackson and um, which one, white Michael or black Michael? <laughs> Whitney Houston. I'm talking about black Michael. Okay, black Michael. Michael. Okay, prior to black Michael and Whitney Houston, did you guys know that on MTV they didn't show any black videos? Do you know that it took BET? to come and do videos to put black videos on the map. See, we only... I can't tell you who, but I can tell you there were black videos on MTV before Michael Jackson. Really? Uh, you know what? I watched MTV one, from day one, yes. Three. It was probably three or four. Well, don't, ma don't, make an ex don't, don't make an absolute saying there were none when there were some. Okay. But okay, how many... Okay, and MTV... But, but Revolution, MTV played what kind of music? They didn't back then. They didn't play Heavy soul metal, music. Right? They didn't play rap music because thank God it wasn't was it around. They Led played Zeppelin and... pop music, rock music, but and see, some you, hard you rock like you're you talking say, about. Or, hold on, see, or metal music. Right. So you can't say, well, they didn't play it when there wasn't that much there to play. Revolution. You said thank God that it wasn't around, right? Almost yes, because some rap is. you can't understand, and all it does is it uses bad words and promotes the n word. Wow. And, and yeah, I have an and issue. And you think that rock doesn't do the same? Do you know they? And when they make music like that, if we say, "Oh, that's terrible," white people will be like, "For real?" And we you know what? You can way. you can tell me death metal's terrible, and I will back you hundred percent. Revolution. I, I think I, we all agree with that. I bet you won't. I bet you won't. I, I bet I would. I don't. That stuff, it's not music. It, it's torture. Yeah, I, 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 but, but I mean, I, rap music, I, for the most part, they say things. Freedom of speech is fine. But, you know, you've got a culture that puts out, and I'm not talking black culture, I'm just talking the rap culture, puts out stuff uh -huh. that that you have their their heritage people, I guess what I'd call it, complaining uh -huh. of what's wrong in the world, and here they are promoting it. Then you, okay, you talk about, oh, that. well, hold on. Then you talk right, about, right. you know, sometimes people will say, oh, well, the blacks are so negative or the cops are so negative toward the blacks and this and that. Well, shit. They wrote a song. Fuck the police. They wrote another song. Kill a cop. I well, mean, I, 
what you put that out there, you're going to get something but back. But at the end of the day, like you're right, saying, let me start. I mean, just like you despise rap, yeah. uh, rap yeah. music and uh, heavy metal, like I, I, baseball. Yeah, baseball too. But I, I, I'm the same way. I can't uh-huh. stand fucking headbanging music and rap music. Those I, I don't understand yeah. what they're saying, and it's just oh. blah, 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 or you know, uh, just talking too fast. Blah, blah, blah. Let, let me say this really quick. Do you guys know that when it comes to the entertainment industry, right? Until social media, and that's why I thank God for social media, and I thank God for shows like yours, simply because you can hear a narrative or perspective from an individual who would have never probably gotten a chance to sit behind the microphone. And I know you guys feel that too. But understand this. Do you know that in the entertainment industry, these these entertainment moguls who are paying these rappers, who are paying these rock and roll entertainers to, to make them songs, I believe that they have a lion's share as to what gets said. It's no more freedom of creativity. Revolution. You talk about that. And who are the moguls that are producing the rap I, music? I, I, I want, Dr. Dre, I, Kanye. No, no, I mean, no, no. they're there. That's where you're wrong. It's the How? Jimmy Iveens. I don't think the, Sony's uh, putting it out, the are Rick they? Rubens. And, and the reason why it's them people, because they, see, do you know that Puffy just represent the label bad boy? But it's those who are behind him with Arista Records and others that's actually putting out the record deals and the, and the money. But I want, I want to go and, back and to one thing. So the fault's on them. I, I disagree on that. I go ahead, slightly. One okay, thing on Revolution, and that is because I uh-huh. want to bring a, a kind of come back and, you know, what is uh, our good friend at the White House, uh, Press Secretary Pisaki, Hacky Sack, say she, she wants to circle back. Okay. So let's that. circle back to how yeah. you're saying it's the entertainment industry, right? It's all about the money. It has nothing to yes. do with entertainment what, what your beliefs are or what that person's beliefs are. It's all about selling and making money. So going back to Dave Chappelle. It's all about selling out. Well, so going back to Dave, it's all about selling out. Dave Chappelle and basically the, uh-huh. the uh, jokes that he was making uh, towards trans, uh, trans people and all that. I mean, and... We'll do a show uh-huh. after this to kind of go back over the topics I want to get to. But even Caitlyn Jenner, okay. who's a transgender um, themselves, uh, has no problem with what Dave uh-huh. Chappelle said. And at the end of the day, yeah. what happened to, like you said, it's entertainment. If you can't take a joke, then why? what's the point of even taking a breath on earth? You know what? You are absolutely right. But it's not entertainment. If your sons and daughters are being murdered, it's not entertainment when you go to a school system that is so devalued that even the Who did Chappelle murder. Let him finish. And we'll get no, to it. I, no, what I, no, no. What I'm talking, what I'm talking about is, I, I'm ta- I'm speaking in reference to what he just said. If you can't take a joke. Then there's no need that you know be on Earth. Did you not say that? Yes, I did. So you my, said that, so my, right? Yeah, I did. So okay. my question to and you. So my question to you on that was, is, if if they're oh, making okay, so, are you insinuating that if we have comedians out there huh? joking around about things like that, that's going to go make some Yahoo go commit murder, or or do something to a transgender you because know, of what he said? 
I think rap music okay, is more guilty of that than comedy. If, do you know that when Dave Chappelle talked about his friend, his transgender friend that committed suicide, did you know that she or he or whoever, because you know, you just, you guys just said with me that there's only two genders, right? So we agree on yes. that. So he wrote a, 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 a little short post that was, you know, in favor of Dave Chappelle. And the other transgenders got on him so hard that, you know, it that could have been the catalyst for his um the suicide that he but, committed. But here's See, the thing though, I and I wanna I wanna speak on this because this is what's missing in society uh-huh. everywhere. Personal responsibility uh-huh. of your actions. Yes. Where does that play into it play, play a role in society today? You you know what? Your personal responsibility for your actions have gone up in dollars. And what I mean is morals is out the window when they come to a paycheck. Do you know that cats are photo opping with people they hate just to get a check? Do you know how many people had a problem with going to a Donald Trump White House but some people was right there yucking it all the way up to the bank, whether they agree with his policies or agree with him or not, because people are selling out today. We're looking at sellouts on a mass level today. Everybody is selling out. Do you do you know do you know that it's a lot of white people who think just like you guys? It's a lot of black people who think just like me, but they wouldn't say what you say. They wouldn't say what I say because they get in a check not to. Yeah, but there's a lot of black people who who think just what we say, and there's a lot of white people who think just what you say. So you can't you can't just limit it to race to race. Oh, no, I'm not limiting it race to race. I'm showing you how there's sellouts in all races. That all of us are being sold on. It ain't just me and my people. It's you and your people. It's Hispanics in there. Do you know you got Hispanics that are talking like Hitler? One, as a matter of fact, Don Lemon had debated one of them, and he had another Hispanic lady on there. I think she's on the Supreme Court, who almost went into tears debating that dude. So, you know, I, I mean, it's a lot of selling out. It, it's happening everywhere you look. It, Snoop Dogg had a song years ago called Bitches Ain't Shit for Holes and Tricks. Do y'all, do y'all remember that? Yeah, that was, oh, yeah. Played, played often on the Christian channel. Okay. <laughs> you see, you know what? You are terrible, man. You probably got to I'm calling it like it is, man. See, don't you know when Snoop Dogg wrote that song, Right at the time, the FCC didn't even allow people to say stuff like that on the air. So, who got the permission? Who gave Snoop the permission? Who said that it was the person got the most money? Did okay. So, if that's the case, then what if what if that person said to Snoop, "Hey, I think this would be a really catchy jangle." Right? Do you think Snoop wouldn't have wrote it? Snoop would have went home and said, "Hell well, Snoop, yeah!" Like he always said, anything that's rollable. You, <laughs> that's see, and it, you know what he did? He went home, rolled up a blunt, and he got the writing. And it was a damn near good song. I, 
I saw women dancing to that. White, black, Hispanic. And they said bitches. They didn't say what group of bitches. They said bitches ain't shit. And every woman I knew was at the club dancing and shaking their butt to that. Oh, my gosh. I just can't. I don't know. I, maybe it's uh, my white privilege that just can't get into it. I don't know. But see, but see, the thing about it is if you have white privilege, you don't have to because your stuff is the stuff that's made of America. Would well, you I agree? joke around about the white see, privilege thing, by the way. That's the joke. But, but, but understand this. When I went to school, your white privilege. <laughs> see, well, my white privilege, I had some Negro privilege. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, y'all, listen. No, but listen. No, for, for real, though, I, I went to school. I learned about George Washington. I learned about uh, Albert Einstein. Like, you know, it was like many white people, Christopher Columbus, like that was my whole learning experience. And for the shortest month of the year, all I learned was that we were slaves, pick cotton, and then the civil rights movement, and then Martin Luther King died. He had a dream and it was over. Well, I'm you upset know, I hadn't learned about George Washington Carver. Right. <laughs> but see, George Washington Carver wasn't the extent of your education, though. No, he but still, from the, the revolution, extent. you, you, you got to, I shouldn't say you got to admit, you got to look at this. What you uh -huh. were taught was historical for the events of the U.S., historical for what happened to get us to where we are today. Was there other history that was left out? Yes. Would you like yeah, to hurt more it, that pertain to your to your ethnic? Hold on to your ethnicity. Yes. Uh -huh. However, that doesn't change anything that what you were taught was well for the most part because we know schools got some of that screwed up. Um, you know, accurate history. So if you want the further education, then there are classes that can be taken. You know, after high school even. I mean, people do it for whatever reason. Take classes on, you know whatever happened, black history or what? I mean, my gosh, you know what, Revolution? I, there's no white history month. Shit. Well, there's, you we know why? Starts, because you know? white history month is everybody. No, I disagree. I disagree. Do you know that there is no set time in any school arena where it's not vogue to learn about white people? I, I, well, I'm I coming out with a new that. station, and it's it's W A T WAT, and it's the white ice white ass television to compete with BET. And I guarantee you, people will have an issue with it. Oh, people would people would people yeah. would be rioting in the streets if you come out with uh, W E T. Yeah. Now yeah. you know what? If you came out with W A T, they would say, "Why did they do that?" When the majority of the television the the television programming is centered around. Do you know the first time? You don't have to tune in, though. I mean, there's there's BET and other black stations now. That's all they run is black programs. If you don't want to watch it, you don't watch it. BET is zombified. Is what? Robert Smith is zombified. It, it turns you into a zombie. Do you know that BET is the worst television program on the planet? Like, you could just take BET right now as it exists, ball it up, and throw it in the trash, and nobody would miss it. Do you know most? I disagree. There's a lot of lot of people that watch BET really? television. Uh, just, I'm gonna tell if you they like did, this. if they didn't, they wouldn't still be on to make money. Revolution. Just, if, they, if if there is, they are do, white. Do you think they are no, no? They are not black. I'm calling BS on that revolution. BET. White white people sneak. 
and watch BET. I think y'all sneak. Oh, so you're saying BET is a white person's guilty pleasure. <laughs> wow. Like you, you know what? Think about this. Think about this. Do you know that most HBCUs are now coming, are now becoming heavily populated white institutions. They becoming PWIs simply because white people are cashing in on everything. And I don't blame them. Because if it's there for the take and take it, but just allow other people to get some too. If, but if, you seem if to be so divisional. It, it seems like you want to draw that division out instead of the unity, man. When you first came in here, I thought you were, you know, talking about unity and let's get rid of this and you know, let's let's move on. And but now it seems no, like you regressed. I, I wanna, it's like, I want to, I want to say that, but I want things to change. I don't want to say let's move on. And just a couple of months ago in Atlanta, Georgia, they had to send it's a it's a a a, a, a black um um what they call those those paramilitaries. It's called the the NFP. The but revolution, if you're driving down the road and there's a forest fire, the only way to get away from it is you keep driving until uh -huh. you're further away from it. It's the same thing with historical things in time. You want to get away from it. Yeah, there's things you can do, things you can change. But the biggest thing is you move on and keep going. When you keep but bringing it up, these, guess what? These, it puts it no, back in the forefront. All of, these, all of these things just recently happened. Like how much got to happen before we say, you know what? Okay, we got to deal with this. I had somebody recently money. pull out in front of me today and I didn't track them down and, and get all mad about it. I'm not going to go look them up tomorrow and say, hey, remember, you pulled out in front of me okay. yesterday. I mean, just right. move on, everybody. Black, brown, white, okay. purple, any Audi, I don't Pulling care. In front of you, it didn't disadvantage. It probably didn't stop you from going where you was going. You probably didn't lose 10 minutes. Okay, Either way. what has stopped, but what has stopped your culture. I want to use culture. I don't want to use race. I don't uh -huh. want to use black. Okay. What has okay. stopped your culture from moving on? Many times, and you can call me uh -huh. white or white privilege or whatever you want. Many times uh -huh. it's your own people within your culture that do it. I mean, I see people say, oh, I haven't been, you know, I'm being held down. I don't have white privilege. And then you'll see a, a black doctor come out. I will use the word there because I'm trying to draw a specific black doctor uh -huh. come out and say, hey, I had the same opportunities y'all did in my old neighborhood. I'm a doctor. I went to school. I worked hard. I applied myself. I didn't wait for someone to come around and give me handouts. And hey, there's everybody of every nationality that waits for handouts. But you see all these people. You see, you know, I look at the NFL and look at the NBA. What percentage of those people are of what race? And then you've got them calling, you know, the, the owners, oh, you're racist. We're being held down. We're being, you know what, dude, hold me down and treat me that way and pay me $10 million a year, please. I'm begging you. But you, you this thing what, about you, you know got to move on and see, make see, something. You can't just sit okay, back okay. and expect shit right. to happen. The reparation right, thing. No. It's Greg Popovich. It's, it's Greg Popovich, a crazy white dude, because he have called certain white elements racist. Is he a crazy white dude? Yes. Greg yeah. Popovich. See, yes. See, yeah. this is... All right, let me say this. This is what white people do. White people see... They acknowledge and they know what's going on in America. But anybody that stand up and say, hey, this is how they say they crazy. Like that is so dismissive because most white people say, OK, we have a problem. It's a race problem. But let's not deal with it. We got to start dealing with problems 
That is the only way. If you went into the hospital, with how a is call, it not being dealt with though? You you tell me you tell me that okay, okay. you do have. Right, let's let go back this. to the crime issue and things that happen. Okay, okay? and you okay. talk about a, a black man being hung, and yeah, that's horrible. Uh, but when things happen, okay, uh-huh. traffic stop goes wrong, whatever reason, person gets uh-huh. shot, white person uh-huh. gets shot. Hey, something happened. Let's find out details. There's no rioting. Okay, you got to admit that. You have situations where a black person gets out. Hold on. They get out. Situation happens. And sometimes, Uh and I know it's happened sometimes with white people, even on cop body cam, guy pulls a gun, boom, cop shoots him, guy's dead. Oh, they're going to burn down and they're going to riot and they're going to break into stores. Why does that happen? You're going to blame that on white privilege? You're going to blame that on cops that are racist? We have one minute left. Go ahead. All right. Finish finish Really quick. Do Do you guys know, I think it was Mississippi, about a year or so ago, now, you know, cops are trigger happy now because all they got to do is say, I fear for my life. Boom. Somebody dead, whether they're armed or not. Do you know that there was a, a highway chase? The white guy got out of the car, started shooting and ran and jumped. You know how they got that thing in the middle of the highway. He jumped over that, ran to the other side, jumped the fence, climbed down, started running into the city. Now, he got a gun on him. It's not a question of whether or not he's armed. And they know he's dangerous because he's already been shooting. Do you know he's made it into custody when the school shooting in Florida, when that happened? They knew he was armed. They knew he was dangerous. He was already taking shots. He made it into custody. Do you know Dylan Roof went into the church, shot up the church, made it into custody? Do you, are you aware how many unarmed black men never even make it from the scene? All right. I, I, I'm yeah, saying right. there is a racist problem in America, and we can pretend all we want, but I'm it listen. does exist. I, I got to uh, hold you on. I, 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 I have to cut, cut you short here. I got a minute left. Uh, I uh, Number uh-huh. one, I want to. Uh, thank you for coming on, and we can continue the conversation uh, another show. I don't have I don't have any problems with, uh, uh-huh. having you come back. I really appreciate you uh, and your uh, basically your viewpoints and stuff like that. It's a, a fantastic conversation. Uh-huh. I want to wrap things up, kind of give you two cents. No matter, in my opinion, no matter what the race is, no matter no matter what, it seems as though different uh-huh. cultures like to take the actions of a minority percentage of another culture and make that a big thing uh-huh. instead of dealing with the, the matter at hand, moving forward from that. Uh-huh. And people continue uh-huh. to be divided. Like I said, we're, I uh-huh. got like 10 seconds. So I'm going to continue oh, the conversation. Oh, oh. About this. I'm going to take about a 15-minute break. Uh, when we come back, I'm going to do another show. I do want to get to the talking points uh, and topics that I had scheduled for tonight. I did have to leave. But uh, we'll be back in about mm-hmm. 15 minutes. I appreciate everybody tuning in. Make sure you check us back in about 15 minutes or so. I don't know if Pert's avail- available to uh, join us or not. I know it's getting very late on the East Coast. But uh, make sure you check uh-huh. us out uh, at Slightly Serious on the Twitter Twitter. And if you have any questions, comments, are you – want to rant or have any topics email us at slightly serious show at gmail.com we'll be back in 15 minutes until then have a nice cup of coffee to keep you awake yes sir thank you thanks for listening to tonight's show not all content is endorsed by slightly however if you'd like to contact me for any reason email us over at slightly serious show at gmail.com
or hit us up on social media. Don't forget to share the show and help us grow our audience. And remember, we mean that in the most serious way. Until the next time, good night, everybody. And remember, I love you. And I love your show.